0: What's going on, Collateral Cinema fans? This is a special segment that we're going to start doing at the beginning of every episode. Uh, we just wanted to go ahead and give back to the many, many podcasts and other accounts of interest that have been retweeting our stuff on Twitter. We're really, really thankful to all of you guys, and we wanted to go ahead and give shout-outs to your shows and everything. So to all of our listeners, please check out these podcasts. Please uh, follow them. Give them reviews. Check them out. The first podcast that we are going to shout out is the podcast that I started off on. It's the Trial by Error Variety Show podcast. It focuses on independent music. They do interviews of uh, different bands and everything. like. And it's hosted by my buddy Chaz Rab. He's really, really cool. You can find them at uh, TB Variety Show on Twitter. You can find them on Facebook. And you can find them wherever you get your podcasts. So whatever you do, like check them out. If you're into any kind of music, no matter what the genre, metal, punk, hip-hop, alternative, EDM, whatever. Yeah, I think he even did a dubstep artist at one time, but definitely check out our friend Chaz at Trial by Art Variety Show Podcast, and yeah, on with the show. I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Robert Ortegon. This is Collateral Cinema.
1: What makes you think you can bullshit your
2: way into my head? Like... other pencil on that piece of shit.
0: Welcome to Collateral Cinema, the only movie podcast that matters, where we focus on good movies, bad movies, and everything else in between in the world of cinema. We're podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast, so whatever you have, smoke it if you've got it. And we're definitely smoking out tonight, because this is our season finale, guys. What do y'all think?
3: Oh, it's already over, right? Oh,
0: man, I can't believe it. It's been a hell of a season so far, right?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Ash, you weren't here at the beginning of the season, of course. You came in kind of a little closer towards the end. Up. What, what's your experience been like on this show so far? Like, what do you think?
4: Oh, you know, I just feel like I committed seppuku and strangled somebody with my own guts.
0: Oh, d- definitely. Yeah. Don't don't we all? I mean, don't don't we all kind of get to that point in some way? Definitely. How about you? How about you, Robert? Yeah, what, I think what, what, just what you, in another think?
3: way. I just. Yeah, in another way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what, what do you think about the new season coming up? Season two? Oh,
3: I can't wait for that.
0: Yeah, that that's that's going to be interesting. But, I mean, season one has been quite a roller coaster. I mean, we started off with uh, a Japanese movie called Audition. That was our pilot. And then we we started off with Food Fight, of all things, you know? Yeah.
2: And we, we've one. come a
0: long yeah. way since then. I mean, we've gotten into some really interesting movies along the way. I mean, everything from David Lynch to Tommy Wiseau to even the guys from Broken Lizard. I mean, it, it's been interesting.
4: I'm honestly. really
0: glad to be a part of this now. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, we don't have many of the people that started off like uh, Mr. Joseph Cantu and Frankie Avila. Yeah. Who knows? They, I'm sure that at least Joseph will be back on the show at some sure. time.
3: Both of them will make some appearance. Both of right? them will
0: make some kind of appearance. And in, in the next season, we are looking to have some more actual guest hosts on the podcast. You know, something that will actually kind of bring more people in to listen to us, you know.
4: That'd be badass.
0: I mean, we, we have a lot to give, you know, but we definitely should collaborate with some people. So, yeah, podcasters out there, hit us up. Collaborate with Collateral. Collaborate with Collateral Cinema. Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us there. Definitely. And, I mean, season two, we're going to start off with a At the Theater episode. In October,
3: with
4: Halloween, the reboot, right?
0: Oh, yeah, the reboot is going to be really interesting. We're going to live
4: stream the whole thing and uh, camera rip it. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
4: on screen sharing,
0: definitely. Oh, man, yeah, we're going to be dirty little pirates, right? Can't wait.
3: Does it take 30 years to kill Michael Myers, really?
0: I mean, I don't know. Oh, would maybe. it take you
3: 30 years to kill Michael Myers?
0: Knowing how implacable he is, yeah, yeah probably. It would take me quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they've they already had how many reboots in that series, you know? I mean, he's been killed, like, every which way you can think of.
3: Oh, like Jason just, just keeps th- coming back super Just like Jason, yeah. How many actors?
0: Oh man, like I don't know how many actors, how many actors have played Michael throughout the years. Oh, just in the
3: first film, it was like
0: over seven. Yeah, that, that's right. That, there was dude? a yeah, that's right. There we was we like talked seven about that.
3: Michael's
4: just in the first film, and, and, and yet not once have they ever cast Mike Myers as Michael <sighs> Myers. <sighs> All right. That'd make a lot more sense if people wouldn't be so confused. Right?
0: <laughs> that would be <laughs> absolutely fucking priceless. This is my swamp, motherfuckers.
4: It's never ogre
0: We're gonna check out a few interesting movies as well. We're going to check out Master of Disguise, which is a total crap-tacular piece of shit, like in every which way you can think of. Turtle, turtle. Oh, Dana God. Dana
3: Carvey's best yet, right?
0: Best? Are you serious? No.
3: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he did a really good Garth. I mean, that's where he should have stayed. <laughs> now, there
0: was a point where Dana Carvey was really funny and really interesting. Yeah, I
3: mean, he had the Dana Carvey show Yeah. with a... Uh, Steve Carell, man, that was, that was brilliant back in the day.
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, that was really awesome. I mean, I, I only watched a few episodes of it, like when it was broadcast. But yeah, that's some yeah, I mean, stuff.
2: That,
0: yeah, that ended up being a really, really influential series. So it's it's kind of weird that all those years later he would have this drop-off in quality, but we, we'll get into that in the next season. We're also going to check out Deadpool. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a, a high note, I think. We're just going to go ahead and... Just, just hype up what we think are going to be the good episodes. They just
3: released <laughs> the second one on DVD too.
0: Yeah, they just released the second one on DVD. I mean, I think we're going to save that for another episode, probably.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And also, we have to do a Monty Python movie, so we're we're totally going to do Holy Grail.
3: That's Holy the Grail. really the best. Should one Should we to get do. some coconuts when we're
0: doing it? Oh, we should totally have some coconuts, guys. Cloppity cloppity cloppity. Listen to my hooves. Oh, man, Freddie got fingered. Man, more people need to listen to that episode. Right,
4: right. And I think we've got a a commentary coming up on that for our Patreon.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we're also going to retool our Patreon. Like, we're going to start offering more content on there. We're going to, especially for people who want to pay by the post, I think we're going to change from that from a monthly subscription on there to where you just pay by the post. So we're going to get that retooled a little bit. We're also going to have a new cover photo. Completely new.
3: New soundtrack. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, we're going to have uh, new music Can't every season.
3: That. Yeah, yeah, that that's going to be unique. It's going to be cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not really sure who we're going to get to actually do the music for us. I mean, I, I don't know if we have any ideas, but we, we will have something coming in the next few months. Can I always mean,
4: throw something together using loops on GarageBand?
0: <laughs> if anything. <laughs> or like Ableton or something like that. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, definitely check out our Patreon and also our Podbean patron page. That's where you're going to find our actual movie commentaries because apparently we don't have enough space on Patreon to put the full commentaries up. So That's
4: right, right, right. The commentaries are actually on the, the Podbean patron page, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So definitely go to Podbean patron page. I think it's like Podbean patron. or something like that. And definitely find us on Patreon, once again. Like We definitely need the help, ladies and gentlemen. We are currently going to upgrade our recording area. We're going to have a new studio here very soon. And we're also going to have a bonus episode coming up pretty soon with Chaz Rab of Trial By Air Variety Show, which was mentioned earlier before the episode began. We're doing podcast shout-outs as well. And it, I, then we're going to do a movie called Zombie Honeymoon.
3: I'm just funny about finding out about that movie now so. yeah, I'm, yeah crazy. I, i've
0: seen it on the dvd shelves like whenever i go dvd shopping and it's kind of caught my eye but it never really made me want to pick it up for some zombie reason honeymoon, huh? zombie honeymoon all right Is that yeah that's what's checking out. no i think it's i think it's a recent movie oh. i think it's pretty recent like not too too recent but recent enough to matter i guess zombie honeymoon
4: so right. y'all want to say that Please support us because we don't even make living wages.
0: No, we don't make living wages doing this shit or what we do in our day jobs (laughs) for that matter. So, yes, please, please come and support us. We definitely need the patrons and
4: and you'll be able to check out our commentary on the room.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. You want to check out that commentary. And there is a free commentary that is still up for a food fight that we recorded back in the day. Like we yeah. recorded that like before we s- recorded the episode, right?
4: Yeah. My very first episode actually to be exact. My very first episode was the oh. commentary on the room, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's interesting. <laughs> Both of y'all came in on commentaries yeah, pretty much. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting.
3: Not too bad really. It's been a beautiful
0: ride. Yeah, it certainly has. But today's movie that we are featuring on our season finale is a movie that's very entertaining in so many ways. I mean, I know we've did we done a lot of really entertaining films this season.
3: Yeah, I know? think we had a yeah, we, we, good choices. You
0: know? Yeah, we are going to have a little bit more variety in the next season. We might have some more shitty movie episodes.
4: But right, I think everything <laughs> we've done has, has literally been either good or, or so bad it's good.
0: Yeah, I would say so.
4: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of original stuff that you haven't seen yet, though, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Ash. There's
4: there's a lot of things I haven't seen yet. Yeah.
0: Well, you like we said uh, when you joined us, you're all going to be on a journey. That's for sure.
4: <laughs> well, I've noticed the movies so far that we've done; they've all been pretty, pretty original in terms of uh, scope. I mean, even even some of the more mainstream ones like uh, Rocky. You know, yeah. down to the more obscure ones, which seems to be most of the episodes so far. Yeah. Um. Everything we've done, I've noticed, has just been something that we felt has never really been done before.
0: I mean, some of the movies that we've done, they've kind of been done before in podcasting and YouTube circles. But, I mean, I I feel like we added something. I mean,
4: the movies themselves have an element to them that has never been done.
0: I feel like our actual analysis probably added something to it, but... This movie, this is something that we're going to nerd out on a little bit because this is a great cult, a martial arts exploitation movie. It's incredibly gory and incredibly just out there. It's batshit insanity, and if you haven't guessed it yet, ladies and gentlemen, that is Lam Guy Kai's 1990 martial arts film, Ricky O, The Story of Ricky. <laughs> I mean, this movie is just a great... Joy to watch in so many ways, Mm -hmm. like like so many of the movies that we've done before. Like, like I don't want to call this like the room of martial arts movies because (laughs) I I don't think that it's necessarily bad, Mm -hmm. but I mean it's definitely just as quotable and it's definitely just as cheesy and except the plot, while sometimes a little nonsensical, it's a lot more coherent than the room. Like,
4: yeah, and (laughs) I think that this movie, in the ways that it's bad. It's kind of intended, intentional.
0: Yeah. In In a way similar
4: to uh, Hectic Knife or uh, Freddy Got Fingered, you know? Yeah. Very much of it. Troma Universe, right? Or something like
0: that. Yeah, it does have. Yeah, there is kind of a trauma feel to it. This is what would happen if Troma made a straight martial arts movie.
2: Exactly.
3: (laughs) Of course,
0: I'm sure you can argue that Hectic Knife is what happens when you make a straight martial arts art house movie. Well,
4: and it's not like there's not other movies like this, but. I mean, I've seen Kung Fu Hustle, which isn't nearly as gory, but definitely on the same scope of absurdity.
0: Oh, certainly, yeah. And th- a lot of this absurdity in the comedy throughout this movie is kind of unintentional, though. I mean, this definitely yeah. was a movie that was made to make an actual statement about private prisons and whatnot, and we- we'll get to how pertinent that uh, point is near the end of the episode, but... I mean, it still gets overshadowed by just the sheer ridiculousness of it all.
4: I think a lot of that comes from the fact that it was adapted from a manga.
0: Oh, yeah. Normally, when
4: you see this kind of stuff in a manga or an anime, it doesn't strike you as much because you know you're watching manga or anime. But when you see live-action characters do it, it's just so much more absurd. And I think that's really what makes this movie great is that it is that it when I was watching it I definitely felt like I was I was reading a manga. I felt like some of these scenes probably were taken right out of it and yeah. adapted straight. I don't know if either of you have read the manga. I haven't.
0: No, no. Uh, I I haven't uh, found the manga anywhere. I mean, I'm I'm sure it's available in some online sources, but I've never come across it at like Barnes and Noble's or Half Price Books or anything like that, but
4: I'd be interested to see how close it is to the source material.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, usually with manga adaptations, it can get a little dicey sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Takashi Miike, he made a pretty decent one with Ichi the Killer, which we'll be getting into the nec- in the next season, Yeah, we can't way.
4: forget how, how good that Dragon Ball movie was.
0: The dra- You think the Dragon Ball movie was great? It was, that good? No, I'm it kidding. Was, I oh, don't, God. I, don't know. I mean, I, I was about to take you at face value, bro. Like, seriously. <laughs>
4: it's like, Dragon Ball movie, really?
0: Yeah. Dragon Ball? Seriously?
1: 20 men, he was sent to a correctional facility where the laws of survival take precedence over the laws of man. Only the strongest will come out alive.
0: Of Ricky but I mean, this movie is leagues above Dragon Ball as far as I'm concerned yeah definitely and I recall the uh, movie review we saw on YouTube I forget who it was he said uh, that this is probably the closest thing we got to an actual Mortal Kombat movie. Like would you all agree with that? Statement? Mortal
4: Kombat done the way that it was supposed to be done, on yeah. rated or rated, yeah, you're right. I yeah.
0: mean the, the Mortal Kombat movie itself, that it definitely has the spirit of the actual game, but without awesome that, in its own way. It's awesome in its own way. Yeah. I, I love I mean, the watching it does movie. look
4: like Luke Kane. I mean, come on, look at
0: him. <laughs> oh, certainly.
4: But <laughs> Ricky O the story of Liu King. There <laughs> there Ricky O, the story of Liu Kang.
0: Exactly. That that's pretty much what this is. It's like, this is what would happen if Liu Kang was sent to prison. Uh Like, straight up.
3: Is this after Annihilation
0: or before Annihilation? I don't know, know, man. This is a prequel. I try to forget that Annihilation was ever a thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, to tell the truth, I try, I tend to forget that, but this movie is 20 times better than that as well. This is
3: badass. I love the art.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, we're going to go ahead and get into a quick summary of this movie, just to Kind of give everybody an idea of if you haven't seen this movie of what's going on here and Ashley Chancellor he's going to give us the summary Ash uh, where are you getting this from this is from IMDB
4: this is the IMDB description all summary. right all
0: right go ahead and uh, take it away
4: so on IMDB uh, Ricky yo the story of Ricky. A young man with superhuman strength is incarcerated at a prison run by corrupt officials and seeks to use his martial arts to clean up the system.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty succinct uh, summary, if a little brief, you know? Yeah, I mean, I
4: mean, I wouldn't necessarily say his intention from the beginning was to clean up the system, but he he, he definitely does.
0: Yeah, it's, it's more like Ricky is just coming from that traditional sense of justice that so many lead characters in these type of movies tend to believe in you know
4: well it's weird because when he when he first gets incarcerated he could have broken out of that jail at any point time oh yeah so i feel like and some people i think the review we watched he he kept arguing about why 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 didn't ricky break out early enough well i i want to say that was intentional on the director's part to kind of portray this character as someone who's allowing himself to be taken in by the the justice system yeah you know but when he really found out how corrupt, you know, the shit was.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he had to do something about it. He had to do something it, about, you know? about it. And, and, I, and I agree with that. I mean, I think that that's a huge part of Ricky's character is like temperance. It's mm-hmm. like, I mean, that's he's a very temperate person. With
4: great power comes great responsibility. Right, Robert? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, if you hear anything in the background, that's Robert's dog. She's whining. She's Our
4: in, uh, collateral cinema mascot.
0: Yeah, our official collateral cinema mascot is a little chihuahua dog, of course.
4: Yeah, I tried to get her heart at Taco Bell, but you know,
3: <laughs> that didn't pull through.
0: And then this, is as opposed to the chihuahua dog that probably have heard in the background in previous episodes, that was my mother's dog.
3: You got a chihuahua too? You got like a teacup? Oh man, this yeah. one this one's a toy. Our mascot really should be a chihuahua then,
0: dude. That yeah, that would be perfect. That would be a perfect like. Full on logo. You know, or would like be that. badass
3: if Max was a bulldog. You know, yeah, that like, cool. yeah, that would
0: be cool. That'd be cool as fuck, yeah. man. But this is definitely a movie that is incredibly exploitative at its very core. I mean, it's up there with the greats, you know, like Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left that Wes Craven made West and Craven. pieces and torso and snuff. It, it's definitely kind of up there, but it's applied to a martial arts context, which makes it very unique and. It stands apart from other movies of its era, you know?
4: Can you explain what that means exactly, exploitation?
0: Exploitation is pretty much a genre that really focuses on... Ramping up the sex and violence and gore to usually to ridiculous levels, you know
3: Wes Craven used to do it, sorry.
0: Yeah, and also, you know, like great Wes Craven and the late (laughs) great H.G. Lewis Yeah, Herschel Gordon Lewis like I mean he was also a huge exploitation and also Ruggiero Diodato He made Campbell Holocaust. That's that's a prime example of an exploitation movie
4: that title in and of itself
0: you know, and I spit on your grave. That's another example. Yeah, you have that it, film. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, 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 and a lot of them tend to be pretty extreme examples of cinema, and th- this is no small example of that. Honestly,
4: sex, drugs, and violence. It, America. Although it's this, what, this, what this doesn't.
0: <laughs> although this doesn't have a whole lot of sex in it. They
4: want bread. No, though. no. Yeah. I'm just that, saying in general, though. <laughs> in,
0: in fact, this is a pretty chaste movie. Neither actually. is Amer- American. <laughs> Wouldn't when y- when all say this is a pretty chaste movie? There's not a whole lot of sexuality in it. There no, really it's kept of, to a minimum.
3: They a lot of boss
0: fighting. They're focused you know? on the violence. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like a bunch of boss fights. It's like right,
3: go to another level. Another level. <laughs> there's another boss. There's another boss. You
0: know. Too. Right. Right. There's like a bunch of sub level bosses. Like 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 homeboy that attacks the salary man in the shower. Like what was that guy's name? Oh man. Oh man.
4: This movie was for the, the little boy in all of us.
0: Oh, yeah. It was was for the little boy and all of us, and it was for the anime fan and all of us. Yes. You know, because, yeah, live-action manga slash anime. I feel like
4: watching Dragon Ball
0: Zeno again. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like watching Fist of the North Star. See, that's another thing. This is the closest we get to a live-action Fist of the North Star as well.
3: this does remind me of like a Bruce Lee film out of the seventies though, too, right?
0: Yeah, but Bruce Lee would never have gone to this these extremes. His movies no. were never exploitative like this. No, they weren't. Yeah, it's not martial arts exploitation. And th- but this is Did you ever e-
4: see those shirtless scenes and think Bruce Lee?
0: Oh definitely. Into, yeah, the, I mean, Into the Dragon. Yeah, Ricky is totally shirtless in most all this movie. Yeah, I mean, but that—that's kind of more of an. You know who would
3: beat this guy? Van Damme could do it.
0: You think Van Damme Rob could do Van it? Van Dam <laughs> can do this. He—he he beat Bolo Young. He could beat be in him his world.
3: Yeah, Van Damme whooped this guy's ass.
0: Kumite, <laughs> <laughs> Kumite, Kumite, Kumite. Man, this movie should have had a Kumite, dude. It should have had an inmate Kumite. Wouldn't that have been crazy?
3: So, you throw Steven Seagal, and oh, that's, Van Damme, all of them
0: in this film. Be great. That's right. Ash doesn't know what Kumite is.
4: I don't know what Kumite is. You, you know, haven't seen Bloodsport.
0: Blood Blood Bloodsport. Blood Sport, not Bloodsport. It's another film, sorry. No, this is Bloodsport with Van Damme and Bolo Young. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a fantastic movie. I know who Van Damme is. Oh, Jean-Claude Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme? Yeah, he, he is. Not Rod the Van, Damme, Van Damme, the wrestler, the
3: ECW wrestler. I know.
4: Jean
0: Claude. Yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, man. Can't wait to get to some of his movies. All I can
4: think about a Eight when I think of. Find damn though.
0: Since a yeah. Sudden oh, impact. Definitely, man.
1: Seven days. The ground's wet and cold, I bet. If the bastard's still alive, he must be a superhero. Hey!
2: <laughs> <Hi. laughs> <laughs> huh? Ricky! Uh, Ricky! Ricky! Oh, no. Ricky! Oh, God, Ricky. Oh, no. He's okay. dead! But oh, wait a second! Oh, no. Wait! Uh, hey! Uh, hey, he's not dead!
0: This movie gained a cult status pretty quickly, and a lot of that can be attributed to the early Daily Show. When Craig Kilborn was running that series, he had a segment called The Five Questions, where he would ask his guests just a bunch of random questions, and... The graphic that would play, or the theme song that would lead into this segment, it would have that moment where Tarzan, the big dude, the, one of the members of the Gang of Four, straight up just smashes that dude's head with, just with one clap of his hand. Fatality mm. kill, Mortal it, Kombat. Yeah, still. it's a straight yeah. Mortal Kombat fatality. Jesus
4: Christ. <laughs> and, and, and it's it's teased on the front of the, the box.
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, they actually make that like one of the focal point on the original DVD release. <laughs> Because otherwise, I mean, how the fuck would anybody recognize what this movie was?
4: The head-smashing scene that made it famous.
0: Yeah, and just that alone kind of piqued interest in the movie, and people started to seek it out, especially when it was released on DVD. And since then, it's gotten quite a cult following to the point where it's free on YouTube. You can watch the, pretty much the whole movie, and it's on Shudder. It's on Shudder's extreme section, which yeah. it's like, I mean, that's notable right there. Because, I mean, Sh- Shudder, they they provide a lot of different genres of horror and exploitation and just dark cinema all around. And to see Ricky O on that, I mean, that's just joyous. That's pure joy. But, man, the gore scenes in this movie. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some pretty fucked up shit in my day, man. I've seen Dead Alive. I've seen Evil Dead. I've watched uh, High Tension I've watched all kinds of fucked up shit but this movie right here it's it's pretty much like if Peter Jackson made a fucking martial arts exploitation movie.
3: <laughs> like <laughs>
0: I know you haven't seen it Ash but Robert has seen Dead Alive. Yeah. I showed that movie that to him.
3: Yeah, I've never I've actually watched it twice I think and yeah that movie mind fucked me.
0: Yeah, that movie is hilarious, right?
3: I want to watch it again too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that movie is also a movie that has literally geysers of blood just Spewing all over the place, you know, much like Evil Dead. And the, the gore is very comparable to all of that. It's all practical effects, it's very gushy, very cheesy. It kind of has a, a little bit of a Lucio Fulci vibe sometimes, you know? Like, I don't know if y'all know who Fulci was. He was an Italian director and he was seen as the godfather of gore. Mm, no. Oh. And, and a, lot, a lot of the gore in this movie kind of reminds me of that. It reminds me oh, okay. of that a lot. But the scenes with all the gore, there are so many of them, man. Like of course we talked about the most notable one, the head exploding scene. Uh-huh. That was used in the Daily Show. But the fight with Oscar, that one is that which kind of precedes that scene. That one is a lot of fun. Man. Yeah.
4: That that's what I referenced earlier. He cuts his stomach open. Sapuku. Yeah, you know. seppuku. Yeah. And then attempts to strangle Ricky with his own guts. Oh, that is so great. Right <laughs> I
0: love that, man.
4: And, and then... The, got the, a lot of guts, Oscar. Oh, the, the
0: <laughs> Deputy <laughs> Warden. Oh, man. I love that so much. It's, it's such a perfect, yet so obvious choice of dialogue mm-hmm. right there, you know?
4: I wonder if that was added in later in the dub or if that was in the original Japanese.
0: I don't know. I haven't... I, I don't think it's Japanese. Or sorry, it's, not Japanese.
4: It's Chinese, Chinese. I believe. Chinese. The characters, the actors are Chinese.
0: Some of the actors are Japanese. Some
4: of them are okay. Yeah, the guy who
0: played the, the guy who played Oscar is definitely a Japanese person. Yeah, yeah. He, in fact, he's yakuza. I mean, he has that back tattoo. And mm. Everything that's typically what yakuza right. are shown to have in movies. I
4: was scrolling through the actor names, and they all definitely sounded Chinese, but maybe he was. Yeah. Japanese. yeah
0: he, he was definitely Japanese. But, I mean, that fight is just very noticeable. The the fight with Zoro in the shower, that is great, man. Mm-hmm.
4: That, it, that if was a, the first one.
0: Yeah, it's a little one-sided, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's very one-sided because Ricky pretty much ends it with one punch. One, one punch. punch! Oh, one yeah, punch. one punch man. <laughs> it's that's that, what my that's,
4: brother said. He said that yeah. he's basically the, like, the yeah, one he's, punch he's, man.
0: He's, he's one punch man, exactly. Uh-huh. And that's exactly <laughs> who this guy is. He could literally kill anybody with one punch.
4: Live action Saitama. Superman. Yeah, he
0: doesn't even have to like touch somebody to hurt them either. Like, There's a scene with Deputy Warden, which we're actually at right now, where he goes to punch the Deputy Warden. He just stops right in front of him.
3: And it makes his nose bleed. Yeah, it
0: makes his nose bleed. And the Deputy Warden remarks, he's just like, he can hurt people without touching them. He's in sage mode. Oh yeah, total sage mode.
4: Gotta make obligatory anime references this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, bring on bring on the Naruto memes or Ricky. jokes. <laughs> Ricky. <Okay. laughs>
2: Ricky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
1: Someone gave me 30 pounds of rice to finish you off and turn you into mincemeat and put you in a pie. (laughs) Think you can do it? Zorro. Get him, I'm betting on you. Ah!
0: Final fight with the warden. Oh my god, man! That is the greatest thing ever. He
3: hulks out like Lufaig though? What
0: the hell, dude? Oh man, it's it's a, one of the greatest transformations ever. It's so latexy and so gamma weird. Radiation, dude. <laughs> his arms start extending. His face is just like it's literally just somebody pushing something against this latex face or whatever. It's cheesy practical effects, but it's awesome as well. I mean, it's uh-huh. just so awesomely campy.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like how he holds up the warden's head later on, as if anybody could recognize him in that state.
0: Yeah, no shit. It's like who's really seen him in this whole state, right? Yeah, fatality.
4: It it just comes out of nowhere. He says, "I know kung fu too," and then transforms into (laughs) this thing like that has anything to do with it? Like one of Rita's
0: monsters or something? Yeah, not not Uh, just you know. Yeah, Rita repulses monsters. (laughs) 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 Oh, damn right, man! It's totally Power Rangers. If there was a gory Power Rangers, this would be it, Mm -hmm. like totally. But I mean, there's a lot that happens in that final fight. I mean, that's where both Rogan and Brandon, two of the gang of four, Mm -hmm. the last remaining ones, they're actually killed in that fight.
4: It was actually odd. I kept expecting for this movie to go in a way in which he would defeat each of the gang members one by one. Yeah. And yet they kept attacking him together after Oscar.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting that they didn't go that way because, I mean, that's kind of typically how a lot of shonen in anime kind of goes. That's I mean, what I was w-
4: thinking. After he defeated Oscar, he'd defeat them one by one. But I'm kind of happy with the way it turned out anyway.
0: Yeah. The, the, the fight with Tarzan was is kind of like that. You know, uh-huh. he literally just, his final fight with Tarzan, he just blows through that uh, cell door or mm-hmm. the cell wall. And that ends up with like another little fatality device, you know. Like yeah. that uh, ceiling that's coming down on, on top of them to crush them? Terminator. Uh, Terminator 2 stuff. Straight up, in no, The man, first Terminator. Yeah. That's also kind of Mortal Kombat-ish again, you know? It, yeah. It's like one of those stage fatalities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you're right. Or like yeah. like Eternal Champions. They had those types of fatalities in them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if y'all ever played Eternal Champions on Sega Genesis. Y'all didn't play Eternal didn't. Champions. No, I didn't, really. Dude, that video game is crazy. That, that video game is... Really interesting when it comes to fatalities, man. Like really, really, really interesting. But there's also a lot of random inmate deaths throughout this movie as well. Like
3: right now, I mean, yeah, it's a little device right there.
0: Yeah, like yeah, like right now that one bald dude who is accused of being a snitch is like he. In the end, he gets his head literally knocked off by Ricky. Just mm-hmm. randomly, just. <laughs> Just literally prunes. the
4: top half of his head Oh, God. yeah that was great art yeah. <laughs> that was amazing yeah. that, that
0: was fantastic you know the brain matter coming out like that was really really awesome practical effects right there if a little cheesy mm-hmm. but still it looked pretty real I mean you gotta say at least that much
3: Special effects are great.
0: And then there's Oscar's godson who they just decide to skin, you know, because he Mm -hmm. refuses to kill Ricky. I mean, I felt really bad for him.
4: I know. This poor guy has had everything bad done to him. He got his tongue cut out. Mm -hmm. got skinned alive.
0: Saw his godfather get completely obliterated. Mm -hmm. Mm. But but the way that he actually accepted Ricky after that was pretty cool, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I like that. It, It showed that he was really forgiving. He was really actually kind of maybe innocent in some ways. Like, like I mean, why would somebody like that even be in prison,
4: I wonder? Why was the old man in the beginning in the prison?
0: I, I remember them explaining, yeah, the old man that hangs himself, you mean? Yeah. I remember them explaining that it was because he was rushing his wife to the hospital and he got into an accident which killed a cop. Whoa, okay. Uh, apparently that apparently no mercy is given to that in any way, well, especially over there.
4: <laughs> Isn't it possible that too because the private the prison system privatized they were attempting to show that people could get arrested for almost any reason because it it makes money for the prison. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like now. Mm-hmm. It's it's just except typically it's drugs that leads to that. Yep. You know. But yeah, I mean, I that's another very sympathetic character of the old man at the beginning.
4: Mm-hmm. So now that well, it was, was very
0: sad. He he gets he gets his face literally sliced open by what what were that two, those tools called? That thing? It was I one of those uh, like a lath or something like that. I
4: wasn't sure what that was. Yeah, like the. Top it, it's, half a, of his nose it's a was no. It's it was some type of
0: woodworking too. tool.
4: Now, one thing that was odd is why did Ricky mourn over him? At first, I thought maybe they were trying to say that this was his father, and when he pulled the train out of his own shirt. I, I thought that's where they were going, but then they ended up not because he, he ends up visiting his father's grave in a flashback.
0: yeah, yeah well, I mean, it just goes to show how utterly empathetic Ricky is right you know I mean he he's very much your typical lone wolf warrior who fights for justice mm-hmm. you know he he fill he fills that role, but in many ways he exceeds it, you know because he's essentially a superhero as well
4: right. and what's funny is in the initial exposition, you see Ricky and they say he's in for manslaughter. He says he received these bullets as souvenirs. And so he's kind of portrayed as this hard character. But as the film progresses, you start to see, you know, that he is, he is your typical soft hearted shown protagonist. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Especially the way that he treats Oscar's godson, uh-huh. you know, like showing him how to use the, the leaves for a flute and everything. then just giving him his flute.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's because uh, if you recall, Ricky was a music student before he s- started learning the martial art that he makes him so strong. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a music academy student. A superhuman music yeah. academy student. <laughs> superhuman. He, starts- he, he became superhuman, and and that definitely helps out when his girlfriend is unfortunately killed in a very odd manner. <laughs> right, right, Robert. Yeah. Old Hollywood style. <laughs> oh, man. Like, she's, she comes across a bunch of people dealing heroin to a bunch of junkies. They capture her. And instead of what you think is going to happen, which is, you know, rape, she, she just straight yeah. freaks out, runs up the stairs, runs to the top of the building, and just jumps off to her death. And, oh, man, that scene is so the cool. Swan dive. dive, and then the dummy. It's like, oh, the poor dummy it's mm-hmm. like oh my god man there's that diamond no ghost. dummies were
4: harmed in the making of this film
0: no well that one was definitely that harmed was it was thrown hard. off of a fucking roof <laughs> I mean shit it was thrown off a goddamn building <laughs> man the way that the deputy warden meets his demise is mm-hmm. pretty noticeable because he gets shot by the warden's gun which has this really interesting effect it forces him to expand with a gas gas bullet yeah. style yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he straight up just blows up Mm-hmm. And, and it's the coolest thing in the entire movie, man.
4: That was really awesome.
0: Yeah, ne- ne- next to what happens to the warden, which there was so much blood that was geysering out of that food processor at the end that R- R- Ricky uses to chop the warden up, that the actors couldn't wash it off for days. They couldn't mm-hmm. wash the fake blood off. They mm-hmm. had to sit, walk around with red blood all over red their skin, dye all over you. <laughs> oh man! really
4: hard. If anybody messes with you in the street, just just stand there.
0: Oh, shit. I mean, just what he did to the drug dealer that led to his girlfriend's death. I mean, he literally caved the dude's head in with one punch. (laughs)
4: Mm. Now, I wanted to see him punish the warden's kid.
0: Yeah, the warden's kid kind of gets away with his shit. Oh, man, I I hate that character. Oh, God. I was waiting
4: for him to be brutally murdered.
0: Oh, I wish he was. I wish he was thrown into that damn food processor.
4: I actually thought that's what was going to happen. That
0: would have been hilarious, right? Uh-huh. Or if he would have got shot by the gas bullet accidentally. That would right. have been hilarious. Like, like uh, the warden goes to shoot him and instead Ricky misses and it hits his son.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he would have hooked up after that. That would have been amazing. Right? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but he, he makes a slurry out of the warden. Straight up.
1: Ricky Ho, let's see if you can deal with me. You think you're real tough. I'm a lot tougher than you think. The warden of any prison. Has to be the very best in Kung Fu. Now see for yourself. What got?
0: To mine. <laughs> and Rogan's death is notable as well because I should he, or I should say she, because that is a woman that's playing Rogan
2: mm-hmm.
0: and makes a very, very pretty man. <laughs> it's like either a very ugly woman or a very pretty man, you know?
3: It's like what they all use for the Power Rangers in the 70s, right? Maybe.
0: Some, something like that, right? Yeah. Something to that effect. But yeah, man, fuck that little kid, man. He should have been thrown in with the warden.
3: Uh-huh. He should have fell in with the chocolate. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> or or met Brandon's demise, which was to be <laughs> shot in the ass with a gas bullet, which is not pleasant given what happened to the deputy warden. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ, guys. I mean, I mean, like like I said, I can only compare this to stuff like Peter Jackson's Dead Alive or Sam Raimi's Evil Dead. I mean, there, there is a very Sam Raimi vibe to this kind of, right? I could say that. Yeah, definitely, Evil especially Dead. with... The first one, right? Yeah, Jeez. yeah, the very first, and even the second one. You know, the second one is definitely... Bruce Campbell. Notable. Yeah, of course, Bruce Campbell. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Campbell retired that Ash character recently.
3: Yeah, with like season three of uh, Ash
0: vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, right? yeah, he's, uh, he's retiring that character, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, so sad.
4: You know, when I tell people my name... I always wait for them to make an Evil Dead reference instead of a Pokemon <laughs> reference for Pokemon. once.
0: Yeah, but it's always Pokemon, right? It's almost always Pokemon. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was
4: about to
3: say, where's Misty? Where's Brock, right? Yeah, right? Where's Misty <laughs> and Brock?
0: <laughs> we can f- we can find a Misty and a Brock. We'll find hey, them. Robert can be Brock. No? No. I could see it. Oh, come on, man. You could totally make should a be great that, Brock. That
3: guy from Saved by the Bill.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Now, the actual martial arts action in this movie, like how do y'all think it stands up to uh, other comparable movies of the genre, like the giants of that genre, like the Shaw Brothers movies, the Bruce Lee movies, going all the way up to the Toei films? Like, how do y'all think that stands up to it?
2: You know what?
3: I'm just seeing this for like the second time, too. And I don't know. The One Armed Swordsman, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I think I have seen it. It was one he only had one arm yeah fighting up like 12 dudes with one, one arm and one sword
0: like geez. yeah that that action is definitely comparable to this if a little more period centric yes, yeah
3: i've never seen anything like this yeah.
0: especially given that there is supposed to be some social commentary in, at the core of this movie i mean it makes it really stand out from other films of that era and of that genre i mean a lot of them were a lot of martial arts movies of that time especially in the martial arts exploitation genre like they were very focused on more period pieces you know like it was always like like ancient china or even china going up to the, like the 1900s or something like that and and in many ways it's still like that
3: Crouching tiger
4: and dragon yeah
0: and, and even recently like the uh, ong bak movies and uh, the Ip Man movies yeah you know it's like those are still very centric to that type of period
4: and this one is 10 years in the future yeah it's supposed to be making in two,
0: right? <laughs> yeah it's supposed to be in 2001 that's when this movie happens, and uh-huh. I guess it's close enough. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> I mean, this movie was made in 1990. It's like, that's a good 11 years. I mean, shit. I mean, that, that was it was close enough to 2000 that people were starting to get ready for it, but far enough that people could still speculate a little bit,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, as to what was going to happen. But of Y2K. course, you know, the whole Y2K thing. Yeah, oh, I was going say
3: Y2K. Yeah. yeah, then that exactly. happened.
0: Oh, that was a portent for so much bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> when y'all say say the
3: world's gonna end every ten years,
0: yeah. Then there's the whole Mayan apocalypse thing. Yeah, see, we yeah. lived through
3: that already. What Was oh, yeah. that, 2012? 2012, right?
4: 2012. Yeah, we they, made a movie about it. John yeah.
0: Cusack. It. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Jesus. Okay,
4: so a bunch of a bunch of naked guys drew up a calendar, ran out of space, and eventually decided to stop. But that means the end of the world. No, okay. it just it
0: just means that they needed to start another calendar. Yeah, it,
4: eventually the eventually they were they were gonna stop somewhere, right? <laughs> That's fine.
3: because I am yeah. an Aztec mind, too. Yeah.
0: Ooh, nice. Use that Las Aztecas. Yeah, Las Aztecas great, way. Great, great grandmother. Yeah. Nice man. Great great grandmother. That that is what is Full up. Aztec Indian. Yeah. And we already mentioned that this is a manga adaptation. like. Mm-hmm. And Ash, and you're pretty much our resident uh, anime and manga guy. Connoisseur. Connoisseur. Like, how do you think this stands up to other manga and anime-inspired movies?
4: This one actually works.
0: Yeah, this one definitely works. Because, I mean, it, it actually kind of keeps real reverence to its source material.
4: Right. And I, I've never read the manga. Yeah. But this movie is fucking awesome on its own. Yeah,
0: I Which mean, is seriously. something that
4: can't be said about the Dragon Ball movie.
0: No, no. I mean,
4: Ghost in the Shell was okay. Full Metal Alchemist was okay. But this movie is fucking great.
0: I never saw the Full Metal Alchemist live-action movie. It was something you enjoyed. It was actually pretty all right. Really?
4: Um, uh, the It was a little odd seeing the characters portrayed and seeing their expressions in live-action. It sometimes doesn't translate over well. Yeah. But other than that, it stayed pretty... Close to the source material, and and I thought it had a, a, it was a good spin on the story.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
4: But, you know, it it was okay. You know, then then there was the Death Note movie, the American one. That one was awful. I haven't,
0: I haven't seen that one either. They're, they're actually trying to make a sequel to that.
4: They're making a sequel. I mean, it was interesting in its own way that it tried to portray. And that one also was an exploitation film. Yeah, all it, the way. Which is weird because the original Death Note manga was never like that. It, it not really, in and of itself, no. it was just an intellectual story. Like
0: even when it could have become kind of exploitative, it kind of veered away from that. You no, know, no, it
4: was it took itself too seriously for that. It was more just dark, but not you know, not not exploitative.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the original manga and the original anime mm-hmm. of that, and. But I mean, even so, I mean, that's not a movie that gets... That's not a series that gets especially gory, though.
4: No, no, not at all.
0: Now, now, when it comes to straight-up gore, you know, a good example would be, like, a lot of the horror stuff like Parasite, you know, stuff like that. And also the old-school stuff like Ninja Scroll and Vampire Hunter D. Like, mm. when, when I think of gory anime, that's what I think of, man. That's the old-school shit. Another great gory anime, of course, is Akira. Akira,
4: oh, yes. Man. Oh, that's that's great, Tetsuo.
0: And that was supposed to get a live action adaptation at some point, but it's in development hell right now. Yeah, you know, it's totally in development hell because nobody knows how to make a good anime movie. Other than th- this is the best anime movie there is right yeah. here, probably. Yeah, like they arguably. Need to look at what they say, it's guy, guy, Kai, guy, Kai. Lom Gai Kai yeah i'm I don't recall what happened to his career i think I think he made a few more movies in Hong Kong and then just kind of faded away. I may be wrong he may he may have had an actual career I mean, I think we should have probably looked that up, but <laughs> ash mm-hmm. the english dub like that's interesting stuff right there we'll mm-hmm.
4: the English dub really adds to the experience of the movie as a whole
0: it does it 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 really elevates it from just you know, just a regular gory movie with some cheesy dialogue to something even better, you know, mm-hmm. K- kind of like how the dialogue in the room kind of makes that movie a little better. Right, right. right?
4: The the quotable scenes and, and dialogue.
0: And there there are some quotable scenes in here, like like when he's uh, going through processing through the inmate processing and they find the bullets inside of him He's like, why do you have why did you let the doctors take the five bullets out of your chest? And he's like, souvenirs, souvenirs. souvenirs.
4: souvenirs. souvenirs.
0: <laughs> it's like, in the guts quote. Yeah, that in the guts quote is perfect.
1: Oh hear yeah, that Ricky's fighting with Oscar over there. Whoa. Has anyone been killed yet?
2: Come
1: on, Ricky! Come on, Ricky! Do it! Come on! So you can still see, but your right arm's crippled. You're still a goner <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's he doing?
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) It's a damn miracle!
2: Oscar, don't do this to yourself. We'll die together. All
1: right, you got a lot of guts, Oscar. I'll kill you. You won't quit,
2: will you? Huh?
0: There was also the, the warden, you know, it's like every every warden in every prison should know kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> a warden of oh, a prison man. must
3: know kung fu. I think it was something like that. The, the Longest Yard and Kohan cool Luke mixed with a Japanese
0: film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, with lots of gore and violence and Sam Raimi. There you go. Yeah, that, that's pretty close to what it is.
4: What's interesting is and that I watched one hour and 25 minutes of this movie in English dub. But then the last bit of it, I got to kind of see the original version with subtitles. And that's because the version I was watching cut off after an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. And then I watched another video and my brother and I decided to just go ahead and watch it in the original. And it was interesting to compare the two. It was still kind of great, but I really glad that I watched this movie 90% in English dub because that really is part of the experience.
0: And it's one of the rare examples of an English dub actually making its source material better. Right,
4: right. And what's funny is that, you know, as a result of Americanizing the movie, they changed some of the character names. So you have like white sounding names like Brandon.
0: <laughs> yeah, Brandon, randomly. Tarzan, Rogan, and Brandon.
4: Even the Gang of Four was originally the uh, the Four Heavenly Kings, yeah. which is a reference to Japanese mythology, I believe. Yeah, it, it is. I so believe. they had to change yeah. it to Gang of Four. It's,
0: it's more of a Shinto thing, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And G- gang of four, that's kind of a trope in its own right. There's always like four big bads that you got to take on, mm-hmm. you know, in these types of movies. It kind of it kind of it works itself out, I think.
3: What about that man girl Superman punch?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, home girl or home home dudes home fry. <laughs> Is She yeah. supposed to
4: portray a male character, or no?
0: Yeah, that's supposed to be a male character. Okay. And in the dub, he's male. Right, But that's played by a woman.
3: So we get to see the slow-mo. Yeah, uh, there's, Superman, that, there's that random that effect, editing, that Superman editing
0: effect that comes yeah. up to signify his death punch. King, okay. And I mean, for a second there, it looks like it does some damage to Ricky and Ricky's just all like, his kung fu is unorthodox. It's <laughs> extraordinary. It's extraordinary.
4: <laughs> see, I can do that on Snapchat really. Uh. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, Seriously? You, know, you just shake your phone a little bit.
0: <laughs> really you got that you'll do that, that like seriously within a mirror thing i or, don't i yeah. don't do a whole lot of snapchat so is that something that's real
4: oh yeah you just shake you just shake it shake it up a little bit while you're taking a photo you can get that effect real easily oh yeah. that's crazy okay you're looking at that just for the camera
0: work yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. i mean it's snapchat that's like a social media thing Never right been on it yeah. i i was on I it briefly it's okay i guess you yeah, know. you
4: know, it, it's how you send nudes to people.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's what people use dick it for.
4: Pics. Or goofy pictures. Yeah. Goofy don't, pictures. Don't send a dick pic until you've had a tit pic first. That's Tip. the rule of thumb. Wow, that's uh, that's sage advice, Ash.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks for telling us that. Oh, that, That's great. You're welcome. Wonderful. So yeah.
3: I thought it was like nipple first and then dick and the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till your girlfriend
0: hears this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, she's chilling out in here with us. I mean, she just went outside, but yeah. shout out to my homegirl, Lillian.
0: Yeah, what's up, Lillian? She's not here. She's outside. But
4: she's outside, but but she was chilling with us for most of the podcast, just listening in. So, yeah. got to see that behind the scenes thing. She supports all this too, right? She l- likes this?
0: I, I hope so. Oh, yeah, she, she, she
4: definitely likes the podcast. Yeah,
0: she she's definitely follows us. I know your on. brother wants to be on one day. I mean,
4: he wants to be on, but it, he just. I don't know. I guess he's busy.
0: Oh man, we'll get him on the podcast. Busy yeah, playing. Dakota Chancellor. He has a lot to say about movies like this. Fortnite. And, uh, than this. He it's had Fortnite. a lot to say.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically all he does is Fortnite. There you oh go. wow.
0: Yep, on the fork knife.
4: But uh, <laughs> what's funny is I'm glad you mentioned him because he and I watched this movie together, and I I can give you a little bit of his commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do. We so. just watched this last night, and what's funny is he's watched As the Gods Will before, which I haven't seen. And he compared it to that, but... What's funny is I I don't think he had nearly as positive an opinion about it. Oh yeah. I think he was watching it and he's like, "What the fuck is this shit?" But <laughs> well, immediately fell in love with it he, he,
0: too. He gave me a pretty glowing review as, when he I did? saw him at work. When he yeah. was
4: watching it, it was just so funny because he was just so surprised by it. He was like, "This is like as the gods will," but it's like shitty quality.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like,
4: I mean, by no means is the cinema take itself seriously. <laughs> yeah, by by
0: no means is the cinematography in this movie like anything to really talk about honestly i mean i'm sure in the restored version that was re- released recently it's probably a lot better i'm sure mm-hmm. there's better color grading and everything Oh, what's think- funny
4: is in the first one i watched the link you sent me yeah which was an english dub which was only cut off at an hour and 25 minutes it was uh it was really shitty quality but then when i watched the other version yeah. it was actually dakota and i both was like whoa because we could actually kind of see what was going on and Hear better.
0: <laughs> yeah, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, we had to color correct uh, our TV, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we had to color correct it. It was, so too, it was can, too bright and everything. Was oh, man, odd. it was so overexposed and everything. Yeah, like, yeah uh, actually, it was. The HD was overexposed, too. Yeah, it, it looked terrible. But, I mean, now we have it fixed, and we can see every gory detail. Even some of the lighting here is actually kind of cool, man. It has that kind of neon quality to it. Like, the, the, Yeah, this is the scene where they're trying to fight Ricky after he burned down the poppy field that they were growing. Yeah. They're, they're straight up growing opium. Opium. Mm-hmm. And, and Rogan is just like, all my hard work down the drain. <laughs> that's funny. His voice actor still gives him a very feminine sounding voice. You know, <laughs> that's what's funny about that. It, it's still a chick and he, she still gets a feminine sounding male pretty voice.
3: Makes fun of itself.
0: pretty much. Yeah. Oh th- yeah. This movie makes fun of itself in so many ways. I mean, it's so delirious. Like, I want to
3: watch Kung Pao again after this. Yeah.
0: Dude, Kung Pao is another great movie that's kind of audacious yet really interesting. You know, it's not it's not gory like this. No, anything, but just
3: hilarious. But it's pure silly insanity.
0: 2001, yeah.
3: 1999, hilarious. Too Shit. bad
0: he, too bad he never made a sequel to that, right?
3: Yeah, I don't think so. Right? Oh.
0: It's because he can't really find any more footage that used those actors in that particular movie that he used as the basis for it.
4: But you know what? Apparently did have a sequel. What's that? Ricky O. Yeah,
0: that's right. I haven't seen it. This movie had a sequel that just doesn't really follow the, this movie at all. I mean, I, I think it's still pretty gory. But, I mean, I think even that's kind of scaled back a little bit. It doesn't have the same characters. It doesn't have the same actors. It doesn't even happen in a prison.
4: So it's kind of like Spider-Man 3. It's better, you're better off not watching it and just, just yeah. watching the, the, the first or the first two. Exactly. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> definitely. I mean, shit. This movie, I mean, I could watch it over and over again, really.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we have it going on in the background right now, as we are wont to do. And, yeah, Ricky escapes a goddamn cement room a room that's filling up with wet cement <laughs> and and he gets it all over him and that's how they capture him
4: and then later on when it dries he just freaking flexes
0: it's like why didn't you just do that it's like yeah it the, the, yeah the youtube review we watched before this they constantly pointed that out it's like why don't you just end this right now basically right
3: now like hancock just wanting to see if he can stay in yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, seriously. Like, even near the end, whenever he bashes down that wall, it's like...
4: You could have done that in the beginning. Yeah,
0: could have just done that in the beginning, just flexed, took out a few guards, ran up, go Wah! and it, then everybody would have just been free. Do
4: you guys think it was interesting how, in just that punch, he has this strange color effect with his punch?
0: Of a super saiyan. Oh, yeah, man. His his punch is ridiculous. It, it had that fire for a little bit. Yeah. And then there, there's a scene very briefly where when he's learning uh, his martial art where he's meditating and there's a little fiery glow to him. Mm. You know, that's pretty cool. And, uh, and also that one effect when he finally kills Oscar, when he throws him up in the air and punches him in the face.
4: That reminded oh. me of some of the later Mortal Kombat fatalities. Oh, you know, the later games certainly. That
0: x-ray shot, right? When yeah, that, right. definitely, man. It's very reminiscent of that. Makes me almost wonder if Mortal Kombat stole that from it. Right. I mean, I'm sure they didn't. But, you know, it kind of makes you wonder. Mortal Kombat was like
3: 1995, 1996,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. It would have came out mm. quite a few years after this. In the arcade games after that. Right? That is a good point. It's like, how much of this movie influenced Mortal Kombat? I did not realize that. No. It makes me wonder if Boone and Tobias actually, like, wanted to reference no, this movie a little bit. Like, what do you think, Robert? Hmm. I don't know.
4: <laughs> it's an interesting theory. It is. A film theory.
0: Ah. Yeah, the film theory is pretty cool. I like film theory. Yeah. That's good stuff.
1: Rogan's Kung Fu is unorthodox. <laughs> I've hit your death spot. You'll soon be a dead man. One looks his best just before dying, especially a man like you. But let me tell you, you ran against a lot of people by burning up my work. The master for one will not let you go. Ricky, try harder now. You can defeat death. No wonder everyone's been saying that you're a demon. You can even overcome my deadly strength. But even if you think you're safe right now, you will not be able to make it through the night.
0: And as like we said before, this movie is very prophetic when it comes to the prison industrial complex. I mean, th- this is a movie where the prison is shown as inherently corrupt. The guards give no shits whatsoever about mm-hmm. anything. The, the the goddamn deputy warden is eating a feast while the inmates are eating shit pretty he, much.
4: He's kind of the ringleader of this charge against Ricky. He fully supports it. He watches the saw scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: He watches. Was it Oscar? Yeah. Oscar saw this dude's face. Yep. and says nothing. And then there's the scene with the old man. Oh, the old man, and he's just old, and he he got clumsy and fell.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the and the guard just brushes it off like it's nothing. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He yeah, he, ran, he ran into a wood a woodworking tool that should not even be in a shower altogether. <laughs> and then then a, a board with nails uh, shows up, and that's what Ricky trips homeboy into.
4: <laughs>
0: that's funny, right?
4: That was funny shit.
0: That was great. Just out of nowhere, just a fucking board with nails. It was just
4: there on the floor. That's the first point I think where Dakota was just like, "What
0: the fuck?" It just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs>
4: he put out his half hang. the things of this movie Michael just Schiffer's appear head. out of nowhere. I mean, uh-huh. there's that fl- there's that floor spike thing. Ricky yeah. pulls the train out of his out of his shirt somehow. The model train, a
0: train, a model train that we saw destroyed earlier.
4: Right, and then there's the saw. Where was he hiding that up like his ass?
0: Only God. Forgives, I know,
3: right? Dude. Only God forgives. Can you know that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you right. Saw. Yeah, just like only God forgives, homeboy. Like you know God just about? takes out his swords. There you <laughs> go. What are you referencing when you do that? Right. I mean, right. I don't. I don't know if Reffin was referencing that in that movie, but you know, who like, knows? Yeah. I mean, I think this happens in the same region of the world. Once again, Ash, you don't know what we're talking about. I don't
4: know what you're talking Only about. Only God
0: forgives what Ryan Gosling? You'll love it. Yeah. You will know. Ryan Gosling? All right. You will know, Ash. <laughs> you will certainly know. You will. But yeah, I mean, this pretty much shows how prisons are here in America. I mean, we have that kind of system, and there's a great deal of people who are disproportionately incarcerated right now, mm-hmm. especially people of color.
4: Careful! Mm. Don't want to get into politics, Bo. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> but no. Th- but you're movie, right. This you're movie has right. this movie has a little bit of a political core to it, right? You know, I mean, it's it's pretty much it pretty much anticipated this whole industrial complex like Natch,
4: you halfway know? across
0: the world. Yeah, halfway across the world, it pretty much got it correct. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, th- this is a prison that's pretty much sanctioning not only organized crime. But also, you know, sanctioning the Gang of Four, which is just to keep the inmates in line.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: like, and, and that's pretty much how it is now. You know, they encourage gang conflict in, in prison. Just, just, the, just the actual culture of it. You know, it just kind of blows that out. Blood and blood out with Japanese. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man, I, I look forward to the day that we do that movie. It's like, oh, that movie's so long. Oh, yeah, what is it, like two hours? It's like two and a half hours long. It is. It's like, why did that movie need to be that long? (laughs) Yeah. The only thing it didn't have...
4: This movie was about an hour and a half which is perfect because it's short and sweet
0: yeah it the pacing in this movie is absolutely <laughs> superb actually i mean i do like how the story can be a little incoherent at times but the way that it's paced the way it goes from scene to scene mm-hmm. to scene it always kind of makes sense it has a flow to it
4: and it culminates you, know? you can kind of feel when the end is coming near
0: yeah exactly
4: which is interesting because some of the last few films we've done seem to have had a, had a na- lack of narrative flow
0: that's true yeah. So
4: this one uh, was a, it was a little refreshing to kind of get that archetypal flow.
0: Yeah, exactly. With, with 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 characters that are formed from solid tropes and everything, mm-hmm. you know, that actually relate to the story like diegetically even. Uh huh. You know,
1: qigong requires you to control your temperament. Remember, Ricky, Qigong accumulates energy in the human body and turns the body into a natural shield against all attacks. When you have the energy, you should be able to use it. Now I want you to call forth your energy and break this headstone with your arms and your legs. Watch me do it. I want you to practice. Use your strength well. Ricky, take advantage of your strength. Ji Gong feeds on strength and gets stronger and stronger. Give it a try. Ah! Mm.
2: <laughs> Good.
1: Time to see the assistant warden.
0: But yeah, I guess we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up now. Wrap it up. Wrap up the season. Season one of Collateral Cinema Movie Podcast. What Ooh. do y'all think? Woo. Woo.
4: I think I think it's a great start.
0: Oh yeah, I
3: love this. Right. Can we talk about the Slugworth character? The Wait.
0: Slugworth character. Oh yeah. The We are right on that scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Slugworth character, like so you're
3: basically walking into a Charlie and the Chac- chocolate factory, right? So
0: Yeah, isn't that be an interesting theory? Maybe that this is kind of like a really twisted Charlie and the chocolate factory, except your, the chocolate is opium.
3: There's your yeah, exactly. There's your <laughs> right? Chinese Augustus right there. Yeah, right?
0: That kind of makes sense. Looking like Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Oh, that little shit. <laughs> Fuck this little motherfucker. <laughs> I swear. This little shit in the green. Jacket, no. Fuck that little motherfucker. So when does Johnny Depp come out? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The one comes out looking a lot like Slugworth from the uh, Willy Wonka movie back uh-huh. in the day. I mean. He <laughs> looks just like him. Yeah. <laughs> from uh, I, the, that, Jane,
3: the Gene Walder films, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty wild. <laughs> but let's not have that be the note that we end on. This movie is priceless. Like so many of the movies that we've done on this season of this podcast.
4: Eye-popping. Eye-popping.
0: Oh man, in so many ways. (laughs) It's almost over. It's (laughs) almost over. over. Guys, give me your final thoughts on the movie. Ash, what do you think?
4: This movie was a lot of fun. Uh Uh-huh. This is definitely something that Everybody just needs to see, yeah, once in their life i mean you you need to see this movie because it's just so much fun, and especially if you're a fan of anime and manga, yeah, I think certainly. you'll really enjoy this if you're a fan of exploitation, you'll enjoy this, even if you're not a fan of exploitation, the fact that it's just done so hilariously
0: it's definitely one of those movies that that were made to be like a live action cartoon, right, right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, w- I would argue that even like the Lord of the Ring movies is kind of a cartoon in many ways, you know. The Hobbit. It's kind of got a cartoon element to it. Mm. You you don't think so? I don't know. <laughs> I think that there's some cartoony elements to it, you know. But I mean, that's just Peter Jackson's directing, though. Right. He he always had kind of had that the slapstick flair to it, you know, to his directing. Robert, what are your final thoughts?
4: I
3: really can't wait to watch it one more time, but you know, I've always been a fan of the Sonny Chiba films, Bruce Lee, you know, oh, S- Street Fighter. Yeah, you know?
0: Street Fighter is great. So that's
3: where I'm at, with, like old Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, you know, yeah. Drunken Master, you know.
0: And this this movie definitely uh, stands up to those. It
3: reminds me of something unique, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's hard to describe it in so many ways, and, and while it, it's comparable to so many movies like that, it's also unique in its own right and stands on its own. Exactly. But yeah, I really was fortunate enough to find this movie while DVD was shopping. I mean, I saw it just off the corner of my eye and I was like, oh no, I got to get that right now. Like, <laughs> that was that was the only movie I bought at that time and I'm proud to have it in my collection. And I'm glad that this was the season finale of Collateral Cinema Movie Podcast. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we, we needed to do just something cheesy, fun, and cultish, you know?
4: Right. That that That's just the heart of this whole thing
0: oh sometimes. it's very much at the heart but in the next season we're going to do lots of interesting movies you know and uh-huh. we are starting off with halloween 2018 as we said before ladies and gentlemen that will be coming in late october october
3: 19th or 23rd i think it's, october it's like
0: 26 or something like that right Is it? That's when we'll probably actually release the episode. Yeah. I, I want to try to release it I think like the release
3: date on the movie is like October tw- uh, 19th or 20th. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, that's going to be our official Halloween episode, and it's going to be an at-the-theater episode. Mm-hmm. So,
3: it so, will be an on-screen episode. We're yeah, it will be, be an on-screen
0: that. episode. We'll keep it spoiler-free, mm-hmm. and we'll definitely get into that movie. I can't wait. Like, I mean, we, 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 we saw... What was it? Super Troopers 2? Yeah. In the theaters? That was that our was, first on
3: screen. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. 420 episodes. We did two 420s right
0: now. Yeah. And we'll definitely do 420 episodes in the next season. So look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. Look forward to our new sound. Look forward to our new cover photo, new music. Mm-hmm. Like We're going to step up our game, ladies and gentlemen. Whole and new yeah. You should definitely stop by our Patreon page and our Podbean Patreon page. Please donate, ladies and gentlemen. Please donate to us. Help us make this podcast everything that it can be. Mm -hmm. Right, guys. We would appreciate that. Yeah, some lunch. You can find Collateral Cinema on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Podbean. You'll find us on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're on Tumblr. We're on WordPress and we just submitted our podcast to iTunes iTunes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we are on Spotify as well Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and we are definitely going to bring a lot of entertaining content in the next season and we're also going to do a couple YouTube videos right? yeah yeah definitely we're going to give some movie recommendations to y'all the three of us it'll be a good long session for us I mean we'll do like a good hour long video maybe Mm mm-hmm and that wraps up the first season of Collateral Cinema. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a great time doing this. Uh-huh. We we're going to like we said, tweak up our scheduling a little bit. We might go weekly, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. we still
3: wanna start filming too. Yeah, yeah,
0: we, we need to focus on that as well. And there will be films coming in the down the pipeline as well. We are aspiring filmmakers and we are definitely going to try to make something interesting.
4: And then review it ourselves.
0: <laughs> Maybe, but also look for more podcast hosts coming in the next season. More guest hosts. yes so. uh, Exactly. We're gonna. It's gonna be a good time, ladies and gentlemen. So please join us. I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Robert Ortega Collateral Cinema is out. See you in October, ladies and gentlemen. Bye everybody. Bye. Collateral Cinema is an L Company production. All music and movie clips are owned by their respective creators. Please don't sue us. We're poor.